Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast, hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hey, and welcome to episode number 93 of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Tai, nutritional therapy practitioner. And as always, I am very happy to be here again with you guys this week. The only difference in this week and every other week is that um, I am recording the intro like I typically do on Tuesday so I can give you guys the most up-to-date information of whatever happens to be going on that I think you might need to know about. And the only difference is, is this feels like a Monday. doesn't feel like Tuesday. <laughs> we are on the heels of the Labor Day weekend. And um, of course, Labor Day was yesterday, Monday. And um, so I am just trying to catch up on everything from the holiday weekend. I, um, I love this time of year. It's my favorite. Fall, autumn is in the air. It is very nearly here and I love it. I don't mind one bit ushering out the last day of pool season. And although I know technically, I, I guess for public pools, it's the last day, but I know like for um, most of my friends that have pools and whatnot, they keep them open for a bit longer. I mean, mostly like another month, actually. We usually keep them open until like October here in Cincinnati, but especially if you have a heated pool. But anyway, I do enjoy the um, symbolism behind Labor Day weekend and kind of wrapping up the summer and moving into the autumn. It's just my favorite time of year. I love it. I love the trees are starting to change here. I love that I see leaves falling off here and there. And it's just my favorite time of year. I love it. And yes, I know winter comes after it. And, that's, and I actually don't mind the winter either. But usually by the end of the summer around here, I am just done. I'm done, done, done. I'm done with the heat, done with the humidity. I'm done. So that's no exception this year. Okay, so enough about all that, right? <laughs> so anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the wrap-up, official wrap-up of the summer, even though we still do have a few more weeks officially. But hope you enjoyed that, enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. So um, today I have a really awesome interview to share with you guys. I'm super excited about. Um, it's about bread and who doesn't... I mean, who's not excited about bread, right? I mean, it's not something that you hear very often, someone telling you if you're trying to live a ketogenic lifestyle that you can eat bread. But I am here to tell you exactly that. You can eat this bread anyway, and it's really good. I know there's a lot of different recipes um, out there for different breads that you can have, low-carb breads, keto breads, etc. cetera. Um, and there are some good ones. Uh, I've got some in a cookbook actually that um that i'm going to tell you about in a minute that you are uh is now available for purchase so i'm excited about that but um beyond that uh there are some good recipes that you can make but i also know that sometimes you just don't have time to make things and uh sometimes they can be extremely expensive and time consuming because the products uh, the things that you need to buy the ingredients that you need to buy to make some of these recipes to make um you know, keto bread, it's bread-like keto stuff, um, can be a little bit time consuming. And then even when I have, I've yet to find one that does really good with like toasting or, um, that type of 
doing that type of thing with it or just making a good sandwich bread. Um, so many of them are really good for like a, a side of bread with dinner, maybe a roll or something like that, like a kind of biscuit type thing. Um, and some of those are really good, but I have yet to find something that you could make like grilled cheese with, right? Well, search no further. <laughs> I have found the bread for you guys. This is awesome. And I'm really, really excited to share this interview with you guys today and where you can learn more about this company and the founder and how he came up with this awesome idea, the bakers that he has hired um, or that are co-founders with him to be able to come up with this amazing bread um, and kind of their history in the bakery business. And um, and they're local. Like I'm so excited that they reached out out to me uh, because I had no idea they existed and they're right here in my backyard. So, uh, well, maybe not literally my backyard, but <laughs> but I'm pretty excited that they are so close by and um, I look forward to doing some collaboration with them in the future that I will be sure to share with you guys. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you. But before I get to the interview, I do want to share a couple of more things with you really quickly. So I've been doing some changes on my website. Um, I know many of you are familiar with the classes that I did, my first online live classes that I offered um, a month or two ago. And we've wrapped those up. And I know many of you have been reaching out, asking, you know, when are you going to have more classes? I don't have any live ones in the works right now but I am working on putting together, they should be out next week, a six, um, a six class course that you can buy on my website and then you will be able to watch that at your leisure. And when you buy that course, not only will you get those six classes, but you will also get then access to a once monthly live Q&A call with yours truly. So I will have that call available. If you are available to jump on that, you can do so and you can just ask any questions you would like pertaining to the classes or pertaining to your keto journey, anything that, that you need some clarification on or things you're having struggles with. So um, I think that'll be a really great bonus to go along with the class. And there will also be PDFs and some really great information that I will be providing to you um, as well. Some supplemental things that will go along with the class when you purchase that. So that's very exciting, but that you'll be looking forward to that like in the next week or so. And I'll let you know when that goes live so that you can buy that for yourself. But what I want to share with you today that you can go ahead and, and enjoy right now is um, I, I know many of you have, have reached out and gotten this, but we I have been offering for the last few weeks a free workbook, a free ebook. It's a beautiful PDF workbook um, called Seven Days to Starting Your New Keto Lifestyle. And what's awesome about it is it is in a workbook form and it's really beautiful. Um, the girl that I hired to uh, design it for me is just, she took all of the information I wanted in there and she just put it together beautifully. So I think you'll really enjoy that. Um, but you can download this workbook for free. If you just go to my website, you can go to jessicatai.com forward slash ebook. Um, again, that is forward slash ebook, all one word. And um, you can just fill out your information there and it will send you um, the workbook for free in an email. And you can print that off. I really suggest that people print that and maybe put it in a folder. Um, you can print several. There's some journal pages in this and you can print several, make several copies of those journal pages to get you through at least the seven days. 
But what's really awesome about this workbook, it is just one change a day for seven days, and that um, gets you started into your keto lifestyle. So by day seven, you will be going your keto, you are working on it, you are going to be in a new lifestyle, um, and it's really, it's a great way to get started because it can be overwhelming if you try to change too many things at once. And so what I'm really trying to help you guys do with this workbook is keep that super simple, one change a day. You don't have to change everything all at once, and it helps make it more sustainable for you. Um, but the really exciting thing that I want to be able to offer you guys is I have a keto recipe collection. So these are, um, I forget exactly how many, but it's 30 to 40 recipes that I have been compiling over the last couple of years. And um, many of these are my own recipes that I have made um, over the years that I just have come up with and, and made. Um, they're kind of tried and true here by our family. Um, many of them are recipes that I have um, either converted from kind of the standard um, recipe, you know, that I found that we used to enjoy when we were not keto. And then I've kind of tweaked them and played with them and changed them to be a low carb or keto. So they fit my lifestyle. And so, um, all of these recipes have my stamp on them. They all, I have tweaked them and played around with them and made changes to every single one of them. So all of these recipes are things that I make for my family. They're our favorite collection. If they are not things that everybody enjoys, they didn't make the cut. So it's a really great book. And I think that is going to be offered on the website for only $9.99. So um, for a limited time, it will be on there for $9.99. I believe when you are listening to this podcast that you can that you will be able to go on and get this cookbook. If not today, then you will probably be able to at least access it tomorrow. So if you want to go on and try uh, to get that, if you're interested in finding out more, more information about it, you can go to jessicatai.com forward slash cookbook and uh, be able to fill out your information there. You pay for it right then and there and it will immediately be emailed to you and you'll have this beautiful cookbook. And again, I hired the same girl to um, design the cookbook for me. It's beautiful. She did a really nice job putting the recipes together in kind of a, a soups and starters. And then there's like meals, there's salads, there's desserts, and there's fat bombs in there. There's um, drinks and kind of extras, all kinds of fun things. So hopefully you guys will really enjoy that cookbook. So um, now that I've gotten all those things out of the way, and uh, those were exciting, I wanted to share with you, but now that I've gotten all those out of the way, I'm really excited to share with you guys my uh, guest today on the podcast. So before we get into the interview, I definitely want to share with you more information about William. So William Schumacher, he is the founder and CEO of Uprising Food. So um, you can get more information on that company at uprisingfood.com. Um, but William is also known as the loafer and uh, chief of the company. He is the former Procter & Gamble beauty marketer. He has five plus years of biohacking, intermittent fasting, cyclical keto um, practitioner, and he is 
OG, an OG lover of Bulletproof Coffee. And uh, who doesn't love Bulletproof Coffee? Or at least most of us at least started off this lifestyle loving Bulletproof Coffee, right? <laughs> I, I know I certainly did. I don't drink it a lot anymore, but I used to. Anyway, William traded in his corporate life to create arguably one of the world's best tasting keto breads. He's on a mission to take on big bread, bring mouthwatering keto bread to the masses, and help make going keto way easier. So taste buds and keto moms can now rejoice with an uprising grilled cheese in hand. And I have to say, I have certainly done that myself. If you guys saw my uh, my post on Instagram this past week, um, I was enjoying a piece of, of the bread that from Uprising Food that we are going to talk about in this episode with butter slathered on it. And I put some sea salt and some fennel seeds on it. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Um, I'm going to try it with some caraway seeds next. (laughs) So I love that. It was super, super good. I also made my kiddos grilled cheese sandwiches this weekend, which was amazing, especially for my gluten-free and keto kids who have given up bread altogether. It was really quite a treat. And I'm telling you, they were amazing grilled cheese sandwiches. So, I mean, this is the real deal, guys. This is like bread, like you remember bread, um, but really better, I think. Like it's, I really, really enjoyed this bread. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with William. All right, so I want to welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast, William Schumacher. Is it Schumacher? Yes, you got <laughs> you it. You just told me that. And I was like, is it Schumacher? Yes, <laughs> anyway, the German pronunciation. Oh, good. He is the founder of UprisingFood.com. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And um, I'm excited to have you on here. I'm excited because you are a fellow Cincinnatian. which I don't get to talk to other people from Cincy very often. So I love that. That's really fun. Were you born and raised here or you knew? I was actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a little bit outside of the city. My uh, dad built log homes growing up. So I kind of, yeah. That's so cool. Did you know I have a log home? I did not know that. So I don't live in one, but we have a log home that was, it was built by a craftsman from Tennessee, but okay. on our property, we rent yeah. it out as a vacation rental. It's oh, like that's a awesome. 500 square foot, uh, authentic yeah. log home. Yeah. My dad built all custom log homes growing up. Wow. Um, and we grew up like in a log home subdivision overlooking the river and oh, a little place called, awesome. yeah, a little, little place called New Richmond, which is like yes. just outside of the so city. My brother lives in New Richmond. Oh, okay. I well, love New Richmond. I grew up in Amelia. Oh, amazing. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're, we're like somehow neighbors or something in some way, right. shape or form here. Right. Since he's a small town, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh, only divided by the east and west side. That's it. Yes. <laughs> So that's awesome. That's really exciting. Well, I'm sure my listeners are like, okay, that's great. Get onto the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's really fun. So I feel more connected to you now. So that's great. But, um, so I wanted to have you on here and talk about your company, but before we get kind of into that, if you could tell us a little bit about you and kind of maybe your background and what led you to starting the Uprising Foods. Yeah, Sure. So, um, so like I told you, my dad was an entrepreneur, um, and I definitely got that entrepreneurial DNA, uh, from the time I was little, I knew I had it. Um, I, I always thought really from the time I was like five or six that I was going to build something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was always my dream. That was always where I knew I was going to land and I didn't know when. Mm-hmm. So, you know, grow up here in Cincinnati. I go off to school, study marketing and finance, find myself working in banking, did that for a bit. And then I, um, wanted to do something new and I decided to go to PNG, um, where I landed in the beauty business. And I always tell people, um, I'm building a bread company and I don't want to bring beauty to bread. Uh, so <laughs> that's great. What a, what a good marriage. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I, I was, my whole journey was really like learning and preparing for a leap into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But I always thought what I wanted to do was going to be something big. So I wanted to do something for the masses. And the thing I care the most about is helping people get healthy. So in parallel over, you know, after graduating college, I had went on my own health journey um, and really dove into the world of intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. um, which led me to paleo, which led me to bulletproof, which led me to keto, to cyclical keto, and then combining like all of these various strategies Mm -hmm. that, you know, that worked for me. And I'm weirdly disciplined and like have weird curiosity with like doing experiments on myself. So I would do like crazy, like rigorous eating experiments and then go get my blood taken and and see how that would work. And so, you know, over time, I basically dialed all of that in for myself. However, I had given my plan to so many people and real and out of all the people, literally one person actually followed it. And so what I realized it, at that moment, I was also working at PNG and I had this little aha that, oh, it, it's super, super hard for people to change a million things in their life at once, mm-hmm. right? And, and what is really needed in this world is better products. That's how you actually truly help people is create a significantly better product that solves the problem. And then that way, it's not a massive overhaul of habit change, which is super stressful and just not practical, especially for people with families, kids, mm-hmm. husband, wife, like just, you know, demanding right. jobs, all that stuff. So you sound a lot like me in the respect that you probably um, are one of those people that you decide you're going to get healthy, you're going to change your life, and you're like, I'm doing it all. I'm going to start working out this way yes. and I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to start getting to bed on time and I'm doing all these things. There's even no alcohol. Like you just cut it all out. And then you're like, well, why can't everybody else just do that? But people <laughs> in general, they can't. And that's my world, right? I live in that yep. world. And it's hard because you, you're like, but if you just do this, it'll, yes. it'll be, you'll be good. Like it'll fix all this stuff. But it's, it's like you're saying, it's, it is nearly impossible. It takes a very specific type of personality to be able to do that. It's really hard. Yeah. I basically see myself as kind of like an explorer. Mm-hmm. So like I go explore, do like, you know, do all the stuff to learn like what's out there on the frontier. Mm-hmm. And then I try to like my, my big, um, like the thing that really excites me is coming back and making the product. So not even necessarily telling people the path to get there because I know that that path was super, super freaking hard. Yeah. And then I try to like bottle up all the learnings and and make it like a better product. And that's basically how I came up with the bread. That's so awesome. So do you have any kind of background 
in baking or like what, where did you, it's funny cause I was talking, I was interviewing another guy yesterday and um, kind of the same type of path. This is how all of us entrepreneurs start, right? Um, yep. And same type of idea. And he actually has started, he also has a baking company and he had no background whatsoever. So what's your story? Yeah, I had no background in baking per se. Uh -huh. But I do love cooking. Yes. And I foodie. Yes. I learned I learned how to cook. I used to be terrible at it. Um, thank you, Tim Ferris, for writing the four <laughs> right? hours. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that book. <laughs> yes. So that that's really actually how I learned how to cook. And then I just fell in love with it. I get like really into just learning things. And mm -hmm. so, you know, when I latch on to some concept, I just go all the way. Mm -hmm. So I really like learned cooking. Um, a few years back, um, didn't really dive into baking because at the time, like I was really eating paleo and like keto paleo. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have tons of desire and I just have never been like a sweets person. Okay. So I don't think baking as in cakes. Right. Um, and I had already given up bread. So like, m like, you know, making bread wasn't really that interesting to me. I love, I love vegetables and meat. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah. always been, that I kind of feel the same way as I do like bread in certain instances, certain situations, of course, I'm like, yes, I would like to have bread again. But to me, it was like, I gave it up. That's fine. I got meat and veggies. Like what else, what yes. else do you need? <laughs> and yes. yes, exactly. So but what happened was I, I, my original inspiration was I was uh, watching the Netflix documentary, The Pill, mm -hmm. and this yeah, lady makes pill. this beautiful looking macadamia nut bread. Yes. So I make that when I do retreats with clients that's in my recipe book. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. I love that bread. So that was actually the original spark because oh. uh, for Uprising. Uh -huh. because I saw the bread and like, even though I'd given up bread for years and like, wasn't like, wasn't a desire anymore. I said, Whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know you can make bread that looks like that. Mm -hmm. and, so, and I was like, yeah, I have given it up, but it would be kind of nice to be right. able to buy it and like even have it. For it. no other reason as a vehicle for butter. Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that, that, that got the spark going. Okay. Um, I then, of course, quickly tried to figure out like how, well, first I tried to buy it and I <laughs> went online and realized like, whoa, there is like, there's a handful of diet breads out there mm -hmm. and uh, nothing that like really was what I saw <laughs> that lady make. So of course that wow. sends me down the path of making it myself mm -hmm. and learning to bake. That's awesome. Yeah. That bread is very good. Okay. Macadamia nut bread. I really like it, but it's, um, again, you're talking about making this easy and I don't mind doing it cause I don't, I like to cook and I like to create, like I'll go out to a restaurant and have something and I'm like, I'm going to go home and figure out how to make that. You know, yes. like I, I love to do that, but not everybody shares that. And so yep. even when I give them that recipe or like I, I've done seminars and, and retreats out at our cabin actually. Yeah. And I'll make that bread. And people are like, oh my gosh, this bread is so good. They're like, but I'll never do that. I'll never make that. Because it is actually, and there are quite a few steps. It's not that difficult, but there are quite a few steps, quite a few different things you need to be able to make it. Um, 
So yeah, it's, so it's, so that is, so right there, they've already stopped, right? Before they even, yes. before they yes. even made it, they're like, I'm done. I'm not even, see, this is already too hard. Um, yes. And it's interesting that you, that that is what sparked you because, um, so last night, so I'll tell the audience, um, yeah. my day was absolutely crazy yesterday as uh, most of my days are, but Thursdays specifically, I do a lot of client appointments on Thursdays and most of them are out of my office. So I'm like running all over the place and um, bless his heart, Zachary, who connected us, um, said, I'm, we're going to bring you some bread. We want you to try this before the interview. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. I'd love to have it. And literally I didn't, I just never made it into the office like the whole day. I guess the front desk, desk staff, they had already left for the day. So he managed to put it into the mailbox. Um, you know, we have an old-fashioned mailbox on our little, our little office there in, in downtown Loveland. But um, <clears throat> so I rushed over there as soon as I could, grabbed the bread, and I thought I cannot wait to get home and try this. I'm so excited. And the very first thing when I got it out that I thought of was that macadamia nut bread. I'm like, this looks very dense like that, which I like. And um, and I had a piece of it. It's amazing. So congratulations on a job well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it truly is amazing. And to me, so I love rye bread mm. and I immediately got, I, uh, the, to me, the flavors that I would get in a rye bread, uh, not overly that direction, but I think if you like rye bread, you're going to immediately pick that up and be like, oh yeah, this is good. So, um, I, and I don't know, since you're from Cincinnati, maybe you know yep. this or you've seen this, um, but at, um, what is it called? Um, it just left my Montgomery Inn, the barbecue yeah. house, right? Our Montgomery Inn. Um, they used to serve a bread there, which I have not eaten in years, but it used to be one of my favorites, which was a rye bread that they would bring out and had caraway seeds on it. Okay. This totally reminded me of that bread. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh, this is so good. And put butter on it. So I don't have caraway seeds, but I have fennel and fennel is very similar to caraway. So I just sprinkled a little bit of fennel and sea salt on the butter, mm. on the bread. Oh my gosh, William, out of this I world. I love that. I'm literally yeah. eating it right now. Uh, <laughs> it's my first meal of the day is a slice of this bread with some butter and that. So I'm not lip service here. I'm yeah. being honest. It is really, really good. And as you know, you. I went online last night. The last thing I did before I went to bed, broke my own rule about being on social media or screen time <laughs> or bed because I had to order it. I'm like, I've got to get some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's the best compliment we could receive. <laughs> yes. And I ordered like the big one, like the founder yes. pack or whatever. Like I'm not messing around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So it's great. But so I love the taste. It tastes super. I've looked at the ingredients. I've got the little box right here of the one you guys yep. brought me. So I looked at the ingredients and I love that you guys put on the back, like that it's two net carbs per slice. I think that's great. Um, so tell me a little bit. So I'm very happy with what you've put in here from a nutritional standpoint and, you know, being a nutritionist, we always have to look at that stuff. We're always critiquing. Yep. Um, but tell me like, how did you come up with this and, um, why did you choose some of the things that you chose and that type of thing. Yeah. So, so our bread has a lot of thought in it. So everything is in there for a very specific reason. Mm -hmm. And it took us months and months and months of real R and D work to get to the loaf that people can buy today. Mm -hmm. Now, what I told you earlier is that, Hey, I was learned how to bake and I baked over 200 loaves in the early days before I started the company. But I, I know that I needed a pro to take it the rest of the way. 
Mm. So Mike, I brought in a co-founder, um, well, t- technically two co-founders, Mark and Sarah Frohmeyer, who are master bakers here in Cincinnati. Okay. Because ultimately what we wanted was we wanted a keto bread that was taste first, keto second. Mm-hmm. We wanted something that tasted, t- uh, toasted, feels like a real bread, a high-end bread. Um, that you knew you, you know, you can make all the classics, you can make grilled cheese, French toast, all the stuff you would want to make with bread and do the jobs that bread is supposed to do for you. Right. That was our number one goal with the product. And, and then we, we said, okay, if we have a taste now, let's make sure that it does all the health jobs that, uh, that bread that for a keto person, what bread we would want it to do for them. Mm-hmm. So that was our goal is like we first wanted to get like a mild nutty sourdough with a slight reminder of rye. Yes. Like that's what we go for taste wise. We want it to not be overpowering because it's meant to be a sandwich loaf. Mm-hmm. So, but we want it to have a distinct uprising taste. Mm-hmm. So that, so that, and, and getting there is a lot of like how you balance the salt, how you balance the acidity, that why these eight gre- ingredients were picked and not others. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was our first thing was like, let's get an amazing taste that we know people will fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Then we said, okay, what, what are the other things that we want to be true for people? Well, one of the hidden gems here is that we have a ton of fiber in the bread. So we have nine grams of fiber per slice, which is nearly unheard of in bread. Now, of course, that helps you with the net carbs, but it also makes sure that you get a lot of fiber in your diet. So, you know, some folks in their keto journey, you know, they might be in a phase where they're eating a lot of meat and fat and perhaps not getting enough fiber. We want to be able to like make sure that, hey, if you're eating this bread, you're, we also know you're getting a lot of fiber in. And so that it's, it kind of helps be a carrier, but it's bread. Right. Um, we also, uh, we use egg whites and that helps get a significant amount of protein in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get six grams of protein in a slice of this bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but we primarily base the bread actually out of almond flour, golden flax seeds, and psyllium husk. Mm-hmm. That makes up basically the bulk of the bread. Then we have apple cider vinegar and we use Bragg's. Awesome. Then- Eggs I was going to wh- ask you that. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> That's cool. And, and then egg whites, like I mentioned before, and then just salt, water, baking powder. So it's only eight ingredients, very simple, no preservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though it sounds simple, it is so, so hard to create this bread. I'm sure. Yeah, I can only imagine. It is very good. And you mentioned French, to- French toast and grilled cheese. So uh, my family, we do, so we have five kids. We're a big family mm. and we do a big Saturday morning breakfast every morning. That's like our uh, big thing. And so we're always making like a keto waffle or a keto pancake. And then of course, bacon and eggs and sausage and all that good stuff. Um, but we, we have attempted French toast a few times uh, and it's there. I have not found a single keto bread that I can make French toast <laughs> But when I um, started slicing into this, I'm like, you know what? I think I could probably slice this actually and freeze this and it will do very well as French toast. So I love the savory with the butter and the fennel and the salt. Yes. Um, It's fantastic. I've had it 
two slices now since yesterday evening. <laughs> um, and then, but I, I am really excited to try the sweet version and being able to make it into French toast for the kids. I think they're really going to love that. So, yeah. So that's one of the things we also, um, with this bread, we've done really intentionally is the bread is designed so that it's very soft, mm -hmm. but it has a good body to it. And what, and the reason that's so important is it allows you to make a French toast because, or a grilled cheese, mm -hmm. because what happens is the outside gets crispy and firm, but the inner gets almost like soft, not like close to gooey, like almost oh. so it's meant to be a French toast bread, a grilled cheese bread. However, what I always tell people is the true test of a bread is, can you make a cold cut sandwich with it? Because yes. there's tons of bread out or, or bread ish things out there that you can, if you toast it and put enough butter and monk fruit or whatever on it, it will be edible. It will, it will taste okay. It won't taste bad. Mm -hmm. um, but I, what I'm most proud of with our bread is that yes, it will do all these things like grilled cheese and, and French toast but it can stand alone by itself. It can yes. make a cold cut. You can slice off a little bite of it. You can make crouton, like all that stuff. It can stand alone. Which is a big deal because a lot of these breads, you go to make a sandwich. Like I am not, I like sandwiches and lettuce wraps, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm totally happy with that, but I have kids. <laughs> yes. So let's face it, they're not having the whole lettuce wrap thing, right? They want bread. And so when you try to buy these breads that have less carbs or don't have gluten or all this stuff, they fall apart. Like if you try to slice them and put something on them, as soon as you take a bite, the whole thing is like crumbling into pieces. So yes. um, I can tell, I haven't done that yet with yours, but I can tell that it definitely will hold together. Um, it's fantastic. So you guys, again, job well done. You've done a really good job at creating this. It's the right texture. I love the flavor. I think you guys nailed it. And I love the fact that you're saying it'll get like kind of mushy on the inside. I want my French toast to be like that. Yes. You know? Like that's, yes. that's what gluten would do. Like that's yes. what you would have. Yes. I was having dinner with a family last night and I actually had dropped off loaves personally to their house mm -hmm. uh, so that they could have a Saturday morning French toast family morning That's awesome. and their oldest son who's super super picky he actually like dug out the inner of the french toast first because he loved the texture that much that's and awesome he's like kids are truth tellers right like right. kids don't care about keto mm -hmm. they care only about the taste that's and right. and this this child he absolutely loved it and they were just over the moon at like how this made their Saturday, uh, French toast, like just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And it's, I think this is so good for people like myself that are busy moms and, um, are, you know, busy working moms. Um, you just, you're trying to do everything right and you're trying to get all this together and you can't get the kids on board because it doesn't taste good and they don't like it. And then you're frustrated as a mom because you can't get the sandwich to stay together or you can't, it won't make French toast or it won't, you can't toast it. And so, you know, the kid wants toast with butter and you can't even put it on there. You can't figure it out. So one of my favorite things is to have, um, we have chickens, we have a farm. So, um, we make chicken, we probably make a dozen eggs a day here. And, um, one of my favorite things when I do eat breakfast is I like to have, uh, you know, like a poached egg or an over easy or an over medium. I like the runny yolk. 
And I, my whole life, and I know this is not super popular, but I actually ran into somebody the other day that was telling me they ate it like this. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. Um, I would have toast with my eggs all the time, you know, anytime yep. I had eggs, and you mop the yolk up with it. Yes. That's, <laughs> yeah, me too. That when you're keto because there's no bread that'll do it. But I am 100% certain that your bread will mop up the yolk. <laughs> this bread will do it. So I am super excited. Can you tell that I'm excited about this bread? Yes. <laughs> Yes. And here I'm telling people that I've given up bread for the last three years and now yes. I'm like all excited about it, but it's good. It's, I, I guess I don't even really look at it as like, I'm not excited over bread per se, but it's over something that can do the things that bread used to do for me. Like, right. you know, mopping yes. up egg yolks or making French toast or being able to put butter and caraway seeds or fennel seeds or whatever on something or yes. have something <clears throat> when you're eating um, you know, whatever you're, you're having with dinner that you just want to have a piece of bread with butter. Yes. <clears throat> For me, it's a little bit less about the bread and it's just, maybe it's the, it's the, uh, I don't know if nostalgia is the right word, but it's just the way that I've grown up. It's just the way that you do things. You just have bread. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more. Like actually like this is one of our big things with the brand and what we're trying to do and help people with is like, if you think about it, culture, like food culture has yeah. been organized around bread for literally thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Like let's break bread together. Yeah. Let's, let's have bread at the table together. Mm -hmm. Like we as a, like as humans have organized our food around this concept. So to suddenly have to remove that mm -hmm. as an option can be very lonely. It can be isolating. It can be, uh, it's tricky. It's hard. It's yeah. just like, we, we, we as humans love eating bread together. Yes. And so what we said when we started Uprising was we want people to come to the table together and eat bread. We don't want anyone to be isolated from that. And the only reason that keto folks can't do that right now is because no courageous company has come along and mm -hmm. said, we're going to make a product that you can share with people who aren't keto and it's going to stand yes. for taste first. And you can bring it to the table and be proud. You can share it with your kids. They'll love it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that was, is so critical about our bigger picture mission is to your point, like there's so many memories of how to use bread. Mm -hmm. We want people to be able to do all of that. No, yeah. like we don't want you to have to give up any of those things that are core to you as a human and like how you eat mm -hmm. and how you organize your family and your friendships yeah. and your relationships around food. So that's like a huge thing for us. That's awesome. And I think <clears throat> that that is a really big deal about this because um, when, as, as I'm working with clients, I think probably the number one thing that I hear from people is they're just like, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't think I can give up bread. Like that's the big thing that they don't think they can do. <clears throat> and that's, um, and I understand that that's, you know, it can be difficult. And I think so much more goes into that statement than I just don't want to give up bread. I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's the memories. It's everything has been focused around bread, centered around bread for so long that they're just like, they're thinking of all the things that they're now going to have to give up. And it's not necessarily, I have to give up bread. It's, I have to give up all these other things that come yes. along with not having bread to eat anymore. Yes. And, and like the stress of like reorganizing your mm -hmm. life, like oh, I used to bring sandwiches to work right. every day. Like, what do I literally do tomorrow? <laughs> exactly. I think that's, a, that's exactly right. <clears throat> so so go ahead. Uh, I'm really interested if you guys have any other 
products that you're thinking about um, now that you've kind of got this this loaf of bread going? Like I'm thinking biscuits or buns or you know anything like that that you guys are thinking of. Yes, we have a uh, quite a long pipeline of products that we are working on awesome. um, from an R and D perspective. Um, and, and what we want to do is we want to, what we want to do is first bring one product to market that is the all-star hero does it all, all purpose bread. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, what we imagine like people will know uprising for, mm-hmm. but we also want, if you become a customer of ours, we then are going to unlock access to all of the new products, the limited editions, the stuff that we're R and Ding that we know how to make, but we can only make in small batches. Sweet. But our, our, <laughs> yes. So, so you're now on the list. I, I saw your email come through. That's but awesome. yes, our our goal is to take all the staple foods that that people know in culture that are right now high carbohydrate formulation based, mm-hmm. and turn those into something that are absolutely delicious but also keto friendly. So you can imagine pizza crust, yes. you can imagine crackers, buns, pretzels, mm-hmm. all those things. Like our team here, we're high end bread makers that have made all those things. Mm-hmm. So we know how to make them. We know how to make them really, really tasty. Mm-hmm. And we're just now saying like, okay, let's totally change how you form these things. Mm-hmm. Let's use different ingredients let's transform fat into bread, mm-hmm. which is an incredible achievement just on a pure scientific level. Yeah. Um, but we are, we are planning to roll out a whole lot more products, um, but we wanna, we wanna honor the people who have a relationship with us and our customers and make the brand not confusing. Yeah. So, hey, if, you've, if you're meeting Uprising for the first time, get the loaf that's gonna make French toast, grilled cheese sandwiches, all of that. Then once you know us, love us, trust us, you know what we're capable of from a taste perspective, then let's offer you pizza or a different flavor of the loaf, a seasonal loaf, all those things. Those things will be coming. Awesome. And and, uh, yeah, so we've got exciting plans ahead. Good. But I'll tell you what, we're in the pumpkin season right now. If you guys had like a pumpkin bread, my husband would be, he'd probably be at your storefront, like knocking <laughs> on the door. He'd be at your personal home. Like, excuse me, William, you have any more of those pumpkin loaves? He is yes. a maniac with that stuff. Like that- banana nut bread, pumpkin loaf. If you can figure out a way to keto that stuff, shoot, you'll have customers for life out of this family. <laughs> Yes, that, that, that is on the list. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome. So um, I'm curious too, if you are working with any restaurants or um, stores here in Cincinnati um, to get your product in there, or are you only just selling and shipping from the website or do you have plans or kind of what, what's the story there? Yeah. We, so you can only get the bread in two places. Mm-hmm. You can buy it at uprisingfood.com. And you can buy it at a, if you live here in Cincinnati, you can buy it at select Blue Oven Farm Markets. So Blue Oven, the founders of Blue Oven, they are my co-founders. They are the high-end bread makers I mentioned. Um, they- I can tell you, I just want to interject really quick before yeah. you go on. When I used to eat bread, I know that they serve, their, their bread is served in many places around here because I used to get their bread. And anytime I would go to one of these, 
a lot of the farm to table type restaurants in Cincinnati, um, which as a foodie and a nutritionist is where I would frequent. And when I would go to those places and I saw blue oven bread, I was all over it and it's super good. They are amazing bakers. Um, so anyway, just as like a side note, I have experience with that and have loved that bread long before I knew anything about you or uprising or (laughs) So you've got really good roots. (laughs) Yes. Our, our bakers are serving bread into the highest end restaurants in Cincinnati and it's a staple of Cincinnati menus. Mm -hmm. So they, they definitely, um, have built a great brand and they're bringing all that expertise to uprising into keto bread. Mm-hmm. Now, with Uprising, what I want to do is I want to be a brand that is direct and about the people. Mm-hmm. So I, have, I don't want to take my bread to Whole Foods. I don't want to take it to Kroger. I don't want to take it to grocery stores unless you, my consumers say, hey, I want it there. It'll be more convenient. Okay. Because, you know, as I mentioned to you before we hopped on, you know, I used to work at Procter & Gamble mm-hmm. and I have worked in, you know, a one of the biggest CPG companies. And when you start to work with retailers, you realize that, you know, they have things that they want. And I, and, and sometimes as a brand, you'd be like, man, but I really want to go do this for my consumer, mm-hmm. but it might be small to them or it might, it might be huge to the consumer, but it's small to a retailer. And so it's, it's not a, a win-win. And so I want to build a brand that people, it's all about what you want. And we're going to make the bread that you want. We're going to make the next type of bread that you want. Um, and and I and I want to make it easy for you to order. Hey, you just go online. The bread is direct to your door. Mm-hmm. It's shipped refrigerated, so you don't have to it, like it's all fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're in Cincinnati, yes, you could walk up to one of our our markets and try the bread. But I want to sell it just at uprisingfood.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someday down the road, uh, the consumers are like, Hey, we'd rather have it at whole foods, then I'll listen. <laughs> but, well, but, that's fair enough. And I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, that's, you're kind of cutting out the middleman that yes. you just don't want them to tell you what you have to do or what your consumers get to have. Yes. And I, I can appreciate that. And yes. really everything's done online anyway. So <laughs> yes, exactly. So I don't really think it's a big deal. I mean, most of the time I want to order, I don't want to go to the grocery store yes. or anything anyway. So I was totally happy to go. It was super easy too. your ordering process online was very easy. So I, I well, think thank it's you. perfectly fine to do it that way. Now I will throw one little teaser out there. Mm-hmm. So um, if folks are traveling to Cincinnati, one of the top attractions is the famous Finley Market downtown. Yes. Um, one of the top things you, you should do here if you're in town, if you already live here, you haven't been there recently, come on down. Mm-hmm. But in the next few weeks, um, we will be launching Uprising Keto Bread at Finley Market. Um, and we're going to actually do probably grilled cheese or some dish that you can actually buy there and take with you through the market. Um, awesome. So it'll be super cool um, where it'll be at the famous blue oven stand. We're, d- we're doing a whole architectural build out right now. Wow. Um, so it's, we're probably about five to six weeks out okay. from, from it launching there. Um, but that will be a fun, it'll be an, a bread experience. That's so awesome. it'll be more than buying a loaf. You, there will have a few loaves there, um, but it'll be trying a keto bread based uh, meal or experience yes. that is top notch. 
that I you love that. Can walk around proud to have. Yeah. So can you please keep me up to date on that? Like yes. send me a little message or something. Cause I can come down and do like a Facebook live or something oh, uh, that'd be, or yes. Instagram live or, or one of each, I don't know, <laughs> but um, Absolutely. kind of showcase you guys down there, remind people about you and about the bread. And plus I would really like to try <laughs> whatever Absolutely. it is you're going to serve up. <laughs> Absolutely. We've got big plans, so it'll, it'll be fun. That's so cool. That's awesome. So have you been on any other podcast yet, or is this your first one? Uh, this is the first one. I'm so excited. Yes. Because I, I had to know if I was the first. So I know this will not be your last because I'm <laughs> well, thank you. 100% sure people are going to hear this and uh, say, oh man, really? There's a bread company and I can get it shipped? I'm going to. So I will, um, I'll definitely let my friends know in the industry. Okay. And we thank are you. actually doing a big... Um, we're trying to settle on dates right now, but uh, some of my friends, um, you know, in this keto space, um, Danny and Mara Vega and Jemmy and Christine Moore and yep. um, Ken and Nisha Berry and some of, it was kind of like a core group of us that are pretty close. And um, yep. we're planning actually a, a, a keto uh, like brainstorming session for okay. all of us. And we're going to do it here at my cabin. Oh, really? Cincinnati. So when all of them come in, <laughs> I'm probably going to see if maybe you want to bring us over some bread. Yes, we will gladly bring you over bread. <laughs> So we they can try all that. We'll do a little chef. We'll do a little catering experience. I'll That'd bring. Be amazing. That would be so cool. So yes. we're trying to come up with some fun things to do, but we're probably just going to do like a couple a day. You know, we're going to put everybody up in the cabin and. Um, oh, that's super cool. Just let everybody hang out and we're, you know, brainstorm with each other. You know, we're always helping each other with our, with our businesses and, and what yep. we're doing and, um, but kind of use that. And then we also want to have some fun. So. Yes. Oh, I'd, I would also just like love to. Um, say hi to Jimmy and just say, Hey man, really appreciate like what you've done for yes. the keto community. He was like one of the early folks that I, oh, yeah. you know, listened to, listen to, you know, read his book, all that stuff. Yes. Shared his book with so many people. <laughs> um, right. And I would, I would love to be there. I'd be honored to bring some food and, yeah. uh, you know, make you guys a cool meal. And, and That would be fun. I wish I had known about you before because we had all of them were up for, I did a retreat um, back in, uh, when did I, January of this year. <clears throat> and Jimmy was up okay. and Christine and um, uh, Robert Sykes and Crystal Love, who's now Crystal mm -hmm. Sykes, um, Keto Savage uh, podcast. And um then um, who else did we have up here? Um, a couple other uh, keto people. I'm forgetting who all was up here, but we just hosted, um, it was about 15 uh, people who had paid to be part of the retreat and then us okay. and kind of um, just, but it was really fun, but that would have been yeah. a really neat experience too. So now that I know about you and yes. uh, I fully intend to use you. And <laughs> yes, well, the, the, good, the good news is, uh, you, we, we, I couldn't have done that because we didn't launch the company until March. Wow. So okay. We're very early on. And, and part of why I haven't went out to podcasts or like really tried mm -hmm. to go is because when I launched this, it spread so fast, like mm -hmm. uh, Buzzfeed wrote about us, uh, pure wow wrote about us. Like so many people started buying that. I actually ended up in back order really wow. quickly because we like it it's hard to scale up yeah, I was keto. Gonna say, you didn't have time to scale like you yeah super hard to scale keto baking 
um, like at a, at a level to supply online demand. Yes. So I had to be very quiet about the brand, like after from April until now. Um, That's good though, because you need time to kind of iron out those wrinkles. Yes. There's always going to be bumps along the way. And we, one of the businesses that we, that we do is um, vacation rentals. So we have a couple of oh. them here in Cincinnati. We've got another one we're getting ready to open up here. And so, um, but that was kind of one of the things is when we, when we open a new one, you know, there, people are like, wow, you rent vacation rentals in Cincinnati. Like who rents them? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're rented pretty much back to back to back to back yeah. all the time except January and February. <laughs> There's like the two months that people are like, yeah, I don't think we're going to go to Cincinnati, but yeah. Uh, but it's but we have to start each one of those very slowly because yeah. you start figuring out what what you didn't do well with that house or or if there's you know, something doesn't heat or cool the way it should, or like what people aren't liking. And you have time to fix that before you have the masses and it's totally booked out. And now you, now people aren't liking it. And there was something that you didn't have time to fix because there's no break in between people. And so whenever you're doing something like that, you need time to figure out like what's working, what's not working and be able to give people what you want, because clearly that's your heart and that's ours as well. And what we do, you know, our business that we're serial entrepreneurs, but, um, you always just want to give people what they want and you want it yes. to be right and good. And you just, it's not, if you're in it to see how many you can sell and how much money you can make, it's not going to, it won't be good. Totally agree. <laughs> I, I always tell people that the whole reason I'm in this is because I want to help. I, I, so I say, I want to fix the broken. So mm-hmm. like, that's kind of like my life mission. Like I want to help come alongside people who are at their lowest of lows And I want to take them from there to their highest of highs or as far as I can take them. So like, I'm hoping, yes, all the keto folks who are healthy and, and you just want a healthier option, buy the bread. That's great. But the person I really seek to serve with this brand is the person who's like, they have a major health issue. Mm -hmm. They're staring themselves in the mirror and they're like, they have that moment of like, I, it's over. Like I have to. I have to make a change. Mm-hmm. And then of course they start researching and they start getting excited. A lot of them find keto, thank God, because of all the great work that people like you are doing and getting information out there. And then they go from that moment of like super high, high excited to the next morning, trough of sorrow, stress, mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, how do I do this? How do I do all the keto calculus? How do I work my fitness yeah. pal? Well, it's a car, you know, like, it's all of a sudden like this just like massive like wait how mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to be the brand that comes alongside that person and says hey we got you you used to do this we can still do that you used to make grilled cheese with your kids we can still do that mm-hmm. let's swap your lifestyle and then oh by the way i couldn't care less about making one sale i want to keep giving you bread. I want to keep making sure that bread is actually getting you to the transformation mm-hmm. and, and stick with them. And, and ultimately I hope we earn that like moment of like, wow, that brand with that bread, yes, the bread was good, but they're fundamentally different. And I don't know what's necessarily different about them, but they care about me and my health and my transformation. That's awesome. I love that. I couldn't agree with you more. Perfectly said. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, 
let us know, let the listeners know where they can find out more about you or about your company and um, how do they go to order the bread? Are you on social media? Well, I mean, I know the answers to this, but I want you yes. to tell them. <laughs> yes. Um, give us all those places. Yes. And of course, I'll put this all in the show notes as well. Yeah. So I, I love keeping things simple for people. So it's uprisingfood.com. Just go to uprisingfood.com. You can find our links over to our social media from there. It's actually simpler than trying to remember the Instagram <laughs> handle. I'll send them to you so that you can put them in the show notes. But you know, if you're listening to this, just go to uprisingfood.com. Check us out. We've got a lot of videos about the product. We've got videos about why we're doing this. What's our mission? We're a revolutionary war inspired brand. Mm-hmm. So like big bread is England and we're trying to take them down. <laughs> So you'll, you'll see all of our cool um, stuff on the website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check us out there. Um, definitely join our email list. Um, we do insider stuff all the time. So we are, I always tell people like, you know, I came from marketing at P&G. So I know all the marketing stuff and I can't stand it. So <laughs> I don't, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to do an uh, AI powered gamified email thing too on my, you know, my folks on my email list. I'm just going to let them know if we have something cool. Yeah. Something cool. I'm going to sh- let you know. Okay. Um, I actually sent out an email to all my founding customers yesterday. We're working on a new product. Um, and I let all of them vote and comment on the packaging. Awesome. So there's cool stuff. If you join our email list, hopefully you buy the bread. I think we have a few bundles left right now of our like launch bundle, which is the founding fathers bundle. You get a sweet launch gift and some, free bread. Um, but it, it's very I simple. Wait for mine. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. I can't wait for you to open it up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uprisingfood.com. Follow us there. Follow us on Instagram. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll interact with, with you. Like always feel free to shoot us an email. We have chat on the website. Happy to answer questions. It's not a high pressure sale. Um, you know, if you, if you want great keto bread, we've got it. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, William. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank you for being on here. And I'm so glad that y'all reached out and let me know about you because I didn't know. And um, man, what, what I've been missing out on <laughs> and my listeners would have been missing out on, you know, I, yes, just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> Well, this feels like it will be the first of many interactions. Yes, so. I think so. I look forward to hopefully meeting you in the future yes, definitely. Uh, and being able to do some fun lives, um, hopefully while you're making me a grilled cheese sandwich at Finley Market. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank thanks you. for having me on. Yeah, you're so welcome and have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you soon. All righty. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode. 